everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazda of orland park fredo's culinary kitchen and i love fries i am rick camp alongside fellow fat jay zawoski jay it's finally starting to get a little bit warmer the snow is melting and you know people are kind of coming out of the woodwork to actually do things a little bit and uh we were able to do a few things this week as well yeah had some fun experiences this week some good meals some other good stuff happened um and then a meal that i was not pleased with and we'll discuss that as we go on make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts that includes uh gmail it's my social media account it's my gmail oh my god good start I like how you're an old irish man too. <laughs> well i mean yeah. okay you can email us i'm fat <laughs> gmail.com you can call the fat phone 708-858-3314 we just had a sale in our t public shop so you'll probably have to wait until next week for another one yeah uh, but uh, once jt public is a website ah, and you can buy it. things off of websites right, how, how does this zoom work i should do the rest <laughs> of the youtube with my face like right here on the screen whoa where are you you occasionally have to turn your no- your head up so that we can see inside your nose. Yeah. Jay, you're muted. You're- Jay, <laughs> Jay, you're muted. Jay, yeah. oh my god. Okay, so yeah, the uh, the the T Public Shop is great. That link is in our bio, uh, and then uh, the actual social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. At I'm Fat Pod. So make sure you check those out as well. Those are a lot of fun. We did it. Actually, we should start here. We did a TikTok taste test. That's easy to say for right. the first time in a few weeks. And we tried. Right. We're big on TikTok. I mean, yeah, the South huge. African treat, not Rick's wrestling name. <laughs> the the Bilkies, Boykies Biltong, which was awesome. Yeah. That was so good. It was. I don't know where to find it, though. Uh, well, actually, I did Ooh, some research. Look at you. If I, yeah, if I, oh, did I actually close out of the tab? I might have closed out of the tab because I'm an idiot. There's actually a uh, <laughs> a Boyke's place in Michigan City, Indiana. Like a storefront or is it a restaurant? I think a storefront. Oh. I don't know. I just searched I'm close it. to Northwest I, Indiana. I literally searched Biltong and it came up. Well, the bag said, was it Crown? I think it was Crown Point. It said in the bag. Mm. So if you don't know what Biltong is, we found out after the taste test, a bunch of people got to us about, uh, about it, uh, including my buddy, Matt, who lives in Ireland, who is like the worldliest dude I know. Uh, South African uh, jerky is the closest thing that we would yeah. have to it in the United States, but it's definitely softer, mm-hmm. you know, not as chewy as jerky. And it was delicious because yes. I'm I'm hot and cold on jerky. There's yeah. times I really like it. And then there's times where I'm like, yeah. I just like if I want it, I want it. If I don't, I don't. I could see Biltong becoming something I would have in my office regularly to scratch the itch of I need something savory. Mm -hmm. You know, I really liked it. Yeah, it was. So it says air dried beef with no sugar. Right. Essentially. So it was it was really good. But we had like 
what was the one was basically like a traditional like a regular and the other one was the chili chili which up front not a ton of heat but like you know <laughs> kind of like enough where you get a little bit of the flavor yes and then on the back end <laughs> it bites you yeah it, and it, I and liked that is double entendre. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. R.I.P. Your butthole. Um, but I, I loved both of them. I thought at first mm-hmm. I really liked the chili more. But then yeah. when I had the plane, it was just such a I don't know what, it, what the right word would be, but clean, just mm-hmm. a nice, salty, beefy taste. Uh, really good. I love the texture. You, we talk about this yes. all the time. Textures are huge for us. Mm-hmm. That's my ideal jerky texture. Yeah, because like. A lot of your ne- what's considered nicer, like boutique beef jerky, is so dry. Yeah, that it's like I don't even want to deal with it because I have to be able to find a way to chew it. Right. But like this is moist enough to where, yeah, it's just a really good bite. Yeah, it was delicious. So look for that uh, Boykey's B O I K E Y apostrophe S Biltong B I L T O N G. It's in a green and red uh bag with a black shield on it like a tribal sort of a design really cool packaging it sort of really grabs your attention yep. uh, and it should because it was really really good so more of that like anytime you guys think it's st- like we should start giving out the address of the station yeah because like our guy bill oakley who was in uh, march fatness which is approaching quickly by the way yeah, it really is <laughs> but yeah bill gets everything sent to him well he's he got ha- new things all over i'm just gonna have to put the address of the station yeah and like i did with my book say all things addressed to i'm fat pod mm-hmm. go to jay or rick and send us stuff to try we'll try it yeah I, you know that it's hard to, like we don't have a big selection of uh exotic <laughs> snacks right. downtown you know, it's yeah. a, a CVS and then all your junk food staples and then fancy restaurants. And don't don't just send me giant tubs of peanut butter. Yeah, don't send us I, stuff I you know we're not going to like. I appreciate the troll. However, don't be that guy yeah. or girl. Well, it's their money, so go ahead and waste it, but we're yeah, not going to try true. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the peanut butter home. It's fine. Yeah, either that or we'll use it as like a doorstop or something. <laughs> Rick's great use for, for uh, peanut butter as a doorstop. Yep. Good. You know, it's funny. Um, the intro of the show says that made all our, that man ate all our shrimp mm-hmm. uh, about me. And yeah. I usually don't eat shrimp because my wife's allergic. But last night right. I put my foot down and I got some shrimp from Lassen's. So you were having a fight and you knew there weren't <laughs> other activities happening anyway. So you said, screw it. I'm getting shrimp. Um, no, you're half right. OK, there's a period gotcha. of time during the month where I'm allowed to eat shrimp. <laughs> Let's just say that. Fair enough. Okay, good. A little on the nose. Uh, but <laughs> it was a little more than I intended, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, that can be edited out in post-production, right? That's a thing. Um, I had the the fried buffalo shrimp from Lassen's. Yeah. Shrimp. Maybe it's the, you know, I haven't had it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Shrimp is so good. I love shrimp. Fried shrimp. Oh, how great is shrimp? Are you not a shrimp guy? I really have to be in a mood for shrimp. Oh, man. I, I, if I if my wife was not allergic to shellfish, I would eat shrimp three times a week. I'd love it. Okay. In all forms. Give me cocktail shrimp. Give me fried popcorn. Is this going to turn into a, into a, uh, I was gonna, into a Forrest Gump type shrimp thing? Shrimp stew, shrimp salad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I was, I looked at, we were trying to decide what we wanted to order. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, looking at the menu and I look up at Hope and I'm like, 
shrimp. <laughs> She's like, go ahead. This is your week. I'm like, all right, yeah, shrimp week. Shrimp week. Yeah. Are you just going to like binge it? Just like just every like meal? Every meal. Yeah. No, Some I, form of shrimp. I got to say, like, I didn't say this to Hope, and she's going to hear it on the podcast, but it was probably all in my mind, mm-hmm. but my face was like a little tingly. Oh. Like I was feeling like a little bit of like an itch or uh, something after I had it. So I don't know. I mm-hmm. think it's all in my mind. Yeah. Because that's what happened to Hope is, is Hope had never been allergic to it. And one year for New Year's, my dad used to always order shrimp tail or shrimp tail, lobster tail. Mm-hmm. And we would all eat lobster tail. Then one year he's like, oh, crap, I accidentally ordered full lobsters and not just the tails. Oh. So we had a feast of lobster. And then that night she's like, I don't I feel weird. My tongue is itchy. So like, I'm going to go to the ER. I'm like, OK, it's probably nothing. But if it's going to make you feel better. And sure enough, she was having a, a reaction. Wow. So they said, like, you're. Your allergies are like a bucket. And when the buckets overflow, that's when like the allergies kick in. Oh, so like, okay. it's like a histamine bucket. Okay. So your so, body can so take in, theory, in so much of it. And then once sure. that's full, it's overflowing and you can't stop it. Yeah. Okay. So in theory, if there's something that I'm allergic to and I've just like never had it, I don't know. Right. Or so I just have to have. Let, let me just binge a bunch of crap and <laughs> see what I'm allergic out. to. Let's see what I'm allergic to. Yeah. I, but the other thing, too, is that explains why a lot of adults get their allergies late in life. Like, mm-hmm. I've never had allergies. And now yeah. every week there's a day where I'm like, I have COVID. I have COVID. Like, my my I have, like, gunk in my throat. I have COVID. Mm-hmm. I have COVID. I, I've taken yeah. so many rapid tests. It's insane. I'm, I'm always fine. I take a Zyrtec and I feel better. But I've never yeah. had to do that until my 40s. Yeah, for me, well, for me, it was the place I lived in college. Something in that place. Scaby Hall. Scaby Hall in Northern Illinois. Yeah, yeah it, that, that's what it was. Because until I lived in the place I lived my last two years in college, never needed, never had allergies, anything like that. Now, if I don't take my generic Zyrtec every morning, I'm dead. Is it Costco Allertec? It's. That's what I take. It's like <laughs> what it. Um, the Kroger brand that's at Mariano's where it's like a year's worth for like 22 bucks. Nice. And so I'm like, I don't know how, like I check it every time to be like, this can't be right because like, it's just way too cheap. Are they also crispier than a name brand? Like at, <laughs> like at Kroger Mariano's where you get the pizza rolls yeah. and they better. I, yeah. I mean, it goes down smoother, whatever, but yeah. man, I haven't been to Mariano's in a minute. I need to get those pizza rolls. I've just been, you know, slumming it with Totino's at the Jewels. I have them in my, uh, I have the Kroger ones in my fridge, in my freezer right now. Mm-hmm. I had, I needed a snack the other night, so I had 15. <laughs> Oops, like, oh, that's it. She goes, that's your snack? It was like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I just eh, grabbed whatever. a handful or two okay. or three. In, when you're having a meal of pizza rolls, the how bag. many is that generally? The bag. Which is how many? I think it's... 35 maybe nice but is that the if that's the whole meal is that is that a lot? Yeah. that's probably a lot huh like if yeah. i was to check the nutrition facts that's probably 10 I would servings never or check something the nutrition facts no because <laughs> like i'll get the uh the totino's bags are 50 so okay. i'll just split i'll try to do half and half oh, all so, right you know just to like i, I could what? i probably i maybe could eat a little more but like it's more just for the sake of having a second meal out of the bag. Yeah, it's probably not 35. I'm trying to think of whatever the smaller bag is. I'll check. Okay. Um, but anyway, 
somewhere that sounds about right. Twenty five. Okay. Something like that. So, um, all right. Let's talk to our friends about uh, I Love Fries. We've had so many people over the last few weeks telling us they've gone to I Love Fries. And it's like kind of the perfect place to go uh, because they've had time off of work. It's like it's a place I've been meaning to try. They've talked about it forever. So a ton of people went. I had family. I had friends go. Guess what? They all really liked it, Rick. Can you believe it? I, for one, am shocked. (laughs) 54 South Villa Avenue in Villa Park is where you'll find I Love Fries. Right next to the 7-Eleven, but not inside it. Google is lying to you. I Love Fries is right next door, and I can't stop getting the poutine fries every time I go. Mm -hmm. It's my absolute favorite. Um, And two times in a row I've gone, and I've not been able to finish. And they give you giant portions. Yes. But they've got these street-style servings now, these cones that make it much more of a snack than a meal. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in for a whole full boat of fries, you can go get the little street the street snack size, and it's still a solid portion, but I'm you're gonna not going to... It's probably like a normal person portion. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to need a nap afterwards. So, Rick, tell them about your favorite, the ribbies and fries. The ribbies and fries are fantastic. However, it's a bit of a rib meat shortage. Yeah. So I've had to pivot. And the garlic butter fries with yeah. the chicken are wonderful. I was uh, I was out last night and showed it to, I don't know how well, because the podcast came up when I saw some people and, and they asked about I love fries. So I showed them the picture I have on my phone of my garlic <laughs> butter fries with chicken. It's your screensaver. Yeah, it, it really should be. With just like that wonderful layer of cheese on top. I mean, it, it's incredible. Like, I know I want to try the hot honey fries. I got to do that at some point. Like, I just, I'm like you. I find something I love and I stick with it. So this is going to be my go-to, but there more, there's more I have to try from there. And well, I'm excited about that. If you're looking for a romantic night out, by the way, if you go on Valentine's Day, February 14th, free cheese fries. So if you want to give I Love Fries a try, you kind of like... sexier than that. Yeah, man. Just drizzle that stuff in your mouth appropriately i was gonna say why would you waste cheese like that <laughs> check them out on instagram at i love fries hq that's i l-o-v-e-f-r-y-s-h-q on instagram and that's really i mean just spend some time on that account man you're gonna have a good time there, i promise <laughs> <laughs> definitely some food porn there absolutely so 54 south villa avenue in villa park go see I love fries. All right. Last week, Rick, I kind of um, I mentioned this in passing. Then I sort of quickly like nudged the conversation along because I was uh-huh. feeling a little like embarrassed about it. But uh, I was talking about getting a Blackstone and yes. I was a coward and didn't feel like learning a whole new cooking mechanism. And I got intimidated by the whole thing. So instead, I used that money to buy an Xbox, an Xbox Series S. And um, I already have a PS5. So that's kind of why I'm like. Do I really need two systems? But I was having severe Halo envy mm. watching everybody play Halo. Yeah. Um, and it's been years since I've played it. And I had a bunch of Amazon gift cards for Christmas. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I got one. So let me tell you this. If you're a gamer and you're having trouble finding a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, I can't recommend the Series S more. It's $299. There's no disk drive, so everything is digital. But what I didn't have a full grasp of, Rick, is the Xbox Game Pass. Okay. Which is a monthly subscription. It's $14.99 a month. And then you get 
Um, that includes like your online uh, connection, right? So you have to okay. do a whole other year of Xbox Live to sure. So it pays for that, and then it gives you access to this giant library of games that you can either stream or download. Like, okay, that's not a new concept, right? Like, there's you can go find old games and play them, and that's great. Sure. However, they're releasing most of their biggest titles on Game Pass day one. So instead of having to go drop 70 bucks on Halo on top of what you're already paying, Mm -hmm. Halo is there the day the game launches. And all you have to do is install it to your Xbox and it's there. Plus, there's a huge library of old stuff. There's hundreds of games on there. Like MLB The Show came out for the first year on uh, Xbox this year. Mm -hmm. Day one, it was free for everybody who had Game Pass. That's cool. So if you're like, and here's the thing, like there is a small graphical and performance drop from the series X or the PS five to the S. But unless you have like a, like a $1,500 TV, the difference is really minimal. So if you're a casual gamer or like you're, you're like me and you're more of a PS five guy, but you want to get into the halo and some of the Xbox titles, the series S is awesome. I am so glad I bought it. Like it's all I'm doing now is I paid for it. Now I pay $14.99 a month and I've got access to this entire library. And then the other thing I didn't know hmm. is you can play emulators on it. So if you go really? into like developers mode, I have Atari, Nintendo, NES, uh, Super Nintendo, Genesis, and um, um, arcade games. I'm going to put GameCube and PS1 on there. Yeah. And you can just go into this developer's mode and play all these old games on your Xbox controller. And it's like, it's perfect. And it's all allowed by Microsoft. They're aware of it. They know about it. So you could play Mario Kart on your, on your Xbox. You could play twisted metal on your Xbox. I've been playing my favorite arcade game ever is the WWF WrestleFest. Okay. Which is an old wrestling game, obviously. And then there's the NBA jam hockey version have you ever yeah. seen that? The two on two open ice mm-hmm. with Pat Foley. I've been playing that. It's just, it's great. It is the best $299 I've ever spent. That's cool. Yeah. And I think when the new generation comes, which is years away, five, six years, I'm probably going to stick with Xbox. If the game pass stays as awesome as it is. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably the way gaming is going. And I know this isn't food based, but it's fatness and laziness based. So it yeah, counts. Cause, cause- Okay, this is a thing, and, and this is also on me for not bringing enough non-food topics to the table. This is not just a food podcast. Right. This is a fat lifestyle podcast. <laughs> yes, it so, is. So, to continue the theme, like, something that I saw this week and I sent to you because it, it is relevant for me because of having a wedding to go to mm. and the fact that it's like, hey, wear, wear a decent suit, you jerks. Yeah. Guess what I don't have? A decent suit. A decent suit, and I'm a jerk. So this was something that I found when I literally did a Google search for suit tips for fat people. (laughs) (laughs) And it's art from artofmanliness.com. Ooh, I've used that before. I used that website to learn how to break in an authentic MLB hat. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, why do I look like Fred McGriff when I wear this thing? (laughs) And they taught me how to do it. Did you hear the story of when uh, they asked him about the Tom Amansky stuff? Yeah. And he was basically like, I don't, I don't know, Jack, about yeah, this. Yeah, never seen it. Yeah. I showed up and pointed at the camera and collected a check. Yep. <laughs> hey, respect. Yep. All anyway, right. yeah. So 
for those that like me are in need of new dress clothes because maybe you have expanded or just in general <laughs> like for for your clothes this is seven style tips for large men the big man's guide to sharp dressing okay now this is all relative mind you at least for for me especially yeah for me it's just for dress clothes number one is fit and it's basically just what you would think don't have anything that's too terribly baggy like try to deal with stuff that's not necessarily like snug but at least like a slightly better fit for you yeah baggy's a bad look i'm learning this as i just observe people in my life like ooh, baggy looks bad you can just say it's me it's not you it is someone else but it's not you that i'm not going to talk about on the podcast fair enough (laughs) okay two simplicity okay keep it simple for a large guy a well-fitted solid dark colored something like an overcoat maybe is perfect because it kind of keeps that keeps that form a little bit too this one is obvious for lots of reasons lightweight yes or no no (laughs) right thick heavy clothes accentuate your size and make you look bulky also we're warmer anyway so we don't need another thing to help make us sweat okay i like so far i'm totally on board with this list Mm mm-hmm I don't know. It says seven things. There are more than seven things. (laughs) Good clothes for large men include clean, defined shape to the body. So suits, blazers, sport coats, that type of thing. They're going to frame you out a little bit. Bad clothes. And this is where I'm like, hmm, this seems a little to hit a little bit close to home. Try to avoid leaving the house in sweatpants or athletic T-shirts unless you're trying to hit the gym or go for a jog. No. Nope, no sweaters, sweaters, that type of thing, whatever. Ugly clothes for men. Steer clear of loose t-shirts, tank tops, and baggy shorts. Well, I don't do the tank tops, but the t-shirts and the baggy shorts, here for it. Yeah, don't care. Screw you. Yeah, do not care. All right. And I'll roll through these pretty quick. So seven easy style upgrades. This is like halfway through the article, so I don't know why. Switch from belts to suspenders. No. No. That's announcing to the world you're fat. Yes. <laughs> Buy dress. This this is the one that sold me on the article, though. Buy dress shirts with spread collars. Oh. And the first sentence is, if you've got a broad face, get a broad collar to go with it. A broad collar. What does that mean? Like a bigger collar? Like kind of like a wider. Oh, okay. Like, like a wider collar. Interesting. This one, I don't know that I agree with. Wear a hat. No. That's very person-specific. No. <laughs> Wear overalls for manual labor. Okay. Okay, fine. Overalls. Yeah. Sport well-groomed facial hair. That's one thing yeah. I actually do okay. Yeah. Wear large accessories. <laughs> okay. Rick, you need like a like a, like a rope chain. Yeah. <laughs> I need a flavor like flavor. A, or like a swag, uh, you know, like a swag medal from a football game. Yeah. Like with the spinny, uh, spinny logo or whatever. <laughs> and then wear tailored shirts untucked. Okay. So okay. the, the shirts I've been wearing to work. Yeah. Are chaps brand. Okay. And they're sort of cut similar to, I guess I've never tried on untuck it. Cause I'm like, yeah. why am I paying this much for this shirt? Yeah, um, but where it's long in the front and the back, but then it comes up. Like on your hips, mm-hmm. it comes up a little bit so it doesn't look so like like you're a bell. And they fit pretty well. And I get those at Coles and they, they fit me well. 
Yeah. Like I don't need to do much with them and I just take them to the cleaners. I can probably wear them two or three times before I need to wash them. Mm -hmm. Um, I just take them to the cleaners and get them dry cleaned and they work out pretty well. So yeah, I'm with you. I recommended to you and I could see you like walking into the wedding Mm -hmm. full of confidence, like always. And (laughs) (laughs) I think you should do and email us. If I'm wrong, I'm fatpot at gmail.com. You should do the all black, black suit, black shirt, black tie, black top to bottom. That would be a good look for you. It would really balance me out. I just think I think it looks cool. Yeah. And I think you have the like uh, coloring to make it work. Yeah, it would like for me, it wouldn't work really white. No, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm white and you're white, but we're different shades of pink. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we have different hair colors, kind of. Yeah. Like it's, you know, certain, it works with some people and some, I could see that working sure. for you. But don't ask okay. me. I don't know shit. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know a damn thing about fashion or anything. No, neither do, no, so, neither do I. Yeah. Okay. Well, that I just, I could see that and everyone would be like, damn, Rick, you look sharp. Yeah. Who do we know Hopefully. that's a good dresser? Like who, like who, like when we go out places. And we go to mm-hmm. formal events at the score. Like, who do we look at and say they know how? Like a Batacola, yeah. Could but he's a normie, you know. Yeah. Um, Goff, but he's Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Lawrence is a good dresser. Normie. Yeah, but he's short, so he has. So Lawrence has fashion challenges like we do. Yeah, like you look that's at true. Jason, you look at a Maddie. They're both like mm-hmm. what six two, yeah. slim. Like that, they're very easy to fit. Yeah. If you're built like a fire plug, tell us how to dress. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. <laughs> how to dress a fire hydrant. <laughs> how to dress a fat. That's a, yeah. a new segment. But that's interesting because yeah. I'm we're going to the same event. Uh, mm-hmm. And I Are we gonna have to take some pictures at this event. Like yeah, not, think, not of like other people or like, but just like stuff that's like focused for us. Yeah, I think so. We, like we could food. do full on reviews of uh, well, we could talk about it. It's Connor McKnight's wedding. Yeah. Um. We'll do full reviews of the spread of the food. I feel like it's going to be really fancy. Yeah. So I'm going to definitely load up before I go in there. Like okay. I, I need to have like a meal before like I enter the building. Like you're going to be wasted? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I No, I'm saying like I, I feel like we're going to have like a tiny quarter size piece of oh, steak yeah. with like a sprig of lettuce and like some cream. Mm-hmm. Like that's very fancy. Yes. Where's my food? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rick yes. and I will be like busting open like wedding gifts, looking to see if there's like food in there for anything. Right. <laughs> Maybe there's like a sausage platter in here. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna eat before and after. Yeah, that is oh, happening. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Okay. Go visit our friends at Mazda of Orland Park, 8910 West 159th Street, Mazda of Orland Park.com. Give Eric Vates a call, 708 444 3200. That's the number. Go get yourself a brand new Mazda. Uh, my CX five is running strong, running great. Very, very happy with it. Cannot wait to get the new CX 50 when that comes out, uh, in the spring. Really excited about that. I think that's going to be the next car I own. I don't know if it's going to be this year or next, but it will be that. And it will be from Mazda of Orland park. I can't wait to begin my buying process because they make it so easy. You don't walk in there and they all hound you and bother you and try to convince you to leave with something you don't want. They take their time. They make you feel at home. They give you your space until you need their help. And then it's a completely hands-on experience from purchase to final point of ownership. They're involved and are helpful without being too intense or too in your face. So I could not recommend them more. Mazda of Orland Park.com. 
Uh, by the way, this is in the mm-hmm. Ask a Fats questions, and we'll get to okay. it with a little more detail. But uh, the Baker Square. Yes. There's one in Orland Park, but it's pie only. So you oh. have to like order pie like and get it to go. And it's in the famous Dave's. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of that. I know. So that might have to be a field trip. So go to Mazavaron Park, and while your car's getting serviced, head on over and get yourself some pie and some barbecue. <laughs> God, that sounds like a great day. Yeah, that's not a bad day at all. Yeah, take your time with it. Dad, keep my car all day. I'm going to be here at Famous Dave's. I haven't had Famous Dave's in a minute. Same here. Because there's, I think the closest one to me is maybe Bolingbrook? That's probably, yeah. I would think probably. so. Yeah, that's probably the close. We actually, we did a... Uh, a bears pre and post from there like eons ago that's a good I think one it might have i think it might have been the first one without doug and ob like the first like week one like first one because for some reason it, it sticks out in my head that sounds of the fact right that it was barbecue yeah by the way as far as chain barbecue goes famous dave's is pretty legit yeah like i'm not going to hold it up to like legit you know huge smokehouses like in austin or whatever mm-hmm. but if you're looking for a decent chain barbecue, that's like a barbecue place where wherever you are in the country, you can pull in and get good barbecue. Yes. It's good to have that. You know where I haven't been in too long? Where? With the transition, you know, real urban barbecue. Oh. Yeah, well, they you've been since they've opened, though. Yeah, I've been twice since they opened, but it's been at least a month. That's a long time for you. It is. We're going to have to meet. We'll have to, we'll have to get together and we got to start doing some more of that stuff. Yes. You like know, the, the hanging out instead of just like texting each other all day, like we always do. Right. You know, just being like, just actually like going somewhere. Yeah, that would be fun. But trying some, yes. you know, we tried to do the I Love Fries thing last week and it just didn't work schedule wise, but we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. We, I want to start trying some stuff. Yes. And send us your suggestions. Hey, I had this great place. You guys should try it. Uh, I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Did you yep. see Rick? Okay. The Wendy's Frosty Sundays that are coming out. No. Okay. These are being tested right now in Ohio. Um, Wendy's is an Ohio company, if you didn't know. So here are the offerings. Okay. And I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up. The classic strawberry Frosty Sunday. Your choice of vanilla or chocolate Frosty topped with sprinkles, strawberry sauce, and whipped cream. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Good. Chocolate Lover's Frosty Sunday. Your choice of vanilla or chocolate frosty, topped with Ghirardelli chocolate sauce, Oreo cookie pieces, and whipped cream. Okay. Very good. That's good. Big fan. How about this one? Marshmallow Charms Frosty Sunday. Your choice of vanilla or chocolate frosty, topped with Lucky Charms marshmallows, Ghirardelli sea salt caramel sauce, and whipped cream. That is you that is me absolutely that is every bit of jay zawoski yes so that's why i did that one last Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i will be having that one first that's that's probably my favorite yeah that like none of those are bad no they're all great options would you do i know chocolate strawberries are a thing Mm -hmm. but i don't think i've ever thought of having chocolate ice cream with straw every time i do any sort of a fruit with ice yeah. cream, it's always it's vanilla. vanilla. Yeah. Always. But chocolate dipped strawberries are a huge thing. I should try. I, I don't really I love chocolate ice cream, though. Yeah, yes. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Maybe, yes, but like, yeah, I'm with you. I, I never really choose chocolate ice cream. I, lo- so, I do love chocolate Frosties, though. 
Yes. They're my go-to frosty. Very... See, I, I default to the vanilla, but there are times where I just want the chocolate frosty. Yeah. So I'll do that. But those are great options. So. Yes. Okay, Ohio people, let's get this approved <laughs> ASAP so we can get it here. Th- this, like doesn't, now. this doesn't strike me as a thing where people are going to be like, nah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I, think, I think it's going to work. Yeah. All right. Step it up, Wendy. Yeah. Get your people. Get it over get here, people Wendy. getting this over here now. Yeah. Another person who's actually bringing things here now. Oh. Shaq. Yes. Shaq is bringing his, uh, his chicken joint called Big Chicken. It's a big miss, Shaq. It should have been called Chicken Shaq. S-H-A-Q. Mm-hmm. It should. Big time miss. However. Just like he's at the free throw line. <laughs> Jay with the basketball reference. I can God, do that. Now I, gotta, now I have to think of it. Now I got to try and fit in a <laughs> hockey reference before this podcast is over. Great. So this is going to be in Rosemont when it ends up opening up. Uh, 9421 West Higgins Road. Is that that yeah. big... O'Hare, Rosemont, big thing I don't want to go to because there's people there. Uh, <laughs> might be. Like where Bub City is and like that whole... Bub City's good. Yeah, it is. That whole mall situation. I don't know if it's in the mall situation, but I think it's near the mall situation. All right. I will try it um, for the podcast. Okay. And we'll go to some uh, softball games this summer, I'm sure. So when yeah. is, do we know when that's opening or is it open already? Um, Scheduled to open this fall alongside a Stan's Donuts. I'm, I'm, I'm souring on Stan's. Yeah. I don't know why. It's good. It's just not as good as it could be or mm-hmm. as good as I think it is in my brain. Yeah. But then I get it. I'm like, well, that was really good. I don't know what my deal is with Stan's. I need to have a come to Jesus moaning, meeting with Stan's and just go there and sit down and evaluate with an open mind. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know. I'm like, this is great, but there's so much happening. And my brain cannot process all of these things you've injected into this pastry. <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah. But when I get their basic stuff, like the old fashioned and the, mm-hmm. you know, those are great. But I don't like the now, Nutella pocket. It's just like my brain is just can't process it all. The menu is promising. Okay. Because as I look, they have different varieties of chicken sandwiches. Nice. There's and they're all, you know, like that's where the shack theme really comes in also his ego uh because it's the mde is the basic one mde standing for most dominant ever okay cool uh that's just like with shack sauce and pickles what is shack sauce i <laughs> it doesn't say what shack sauce is but that might it's lead us gonna into be our, mayo based it's that yeah i know why? that might lead us into our next story but that's but there's still a few other things to go through here <laughs> There's the Shack Daddy, which is has switch Swiss cheese, country ham, and Carolina honey mustard barbecue sauce on a fried chicken sandwich. Yes, hell yes. The Shack Attack, pepper jack cheese, jalapeno slaw, and spicy chipotle barbecue sauce. Jalapeno slaw. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I would have that. It's not coleslaw. I, it's like um, relish, right. like jalapeno relish. Yeah, it's closer to like an apple slaw, like in terms of probably in theory. And the Big Aristotle, which is Munster cheese, crispy fried onions, bacon, sweet and smoky Memphis barbecue sauce. Oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. The onion straws, that's where it's at. 
Yep. So, okay, so this is a like a sandwich have, place, or is there chicken on the have, bone? They have, let's see. It looks like they have chicken on the bone, they have strips, and they have sandwiches. Oh, nice. All right, I'm in. Yeah, and they have breakfast from 7A to 3P. Oh. Chicken and biscuit, biscuit over egg, option. three cheese omelet. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, and they got potato salad, house-made sweet and spicy pickles, and a jalapeno slaw are their sidekicks. Okay. Well, maybe jalapeno slaw is different than what I'm thinking it is. Mm. I'll have to look it up. I don't know. I, I think they have fries, too, but they're not listed on the thing that I'm seeing right now. I would imagine Either way, fries. Either way, yeah. I will try. Yeah, you kind of have to have I fries, try though. This. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm, I'm in. Rosemont mm-hmm. is, well, it's not really close, but I can get to it quickly. Yeah. Because I just jump on 294, and it's not too bad. Um, right. That sounds good. There's a lot of cool stuff out that way, but every time I drive by that whole thing because we, we went to zoo yeah we went to impact field several times this year for the athletes mm-hmm. unlimited softball and i'm always like <laughs> when i see like the <laughs> other side of the highway like i don't want to yeah. go that way but nope. i've been there and it's okay it's fine i just yeah mental block too yeah. many people um all right you you led to it and our guy rush sent this to us and it's from uh it's actually from this summer but i had missed it mm-hmm. and don't we, know how <laughs> Actually, Wendy's had a really good week where they were roasting other brands on their Twitter. Uh, really? Yeah, it was good. Um, like, for instance, Gillette was like, roast us. And, and Wendy said, come drink out of our pink straw. It's only $2.35 more than our normal straw. Like, it's, you know, it was it was good. Yeah. They just, they did, it was good stuff. So, Russ Schneider, our unofficial producer, yes. calls to our attention this exchange between K Cookie Dough, that is her Twitter name and Wingstop. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to <laughs> to do this without really crossing a line we've never crossed on this podcast before. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to navigate this as much as I can. Okay. K Cookie Dough mm-hmm. says Wingstop Ranch gotta have a certain fluid in it. No way it's just that good. Water? Wingstop says it's a special white sauce, but it does not contain nut emoji laughing face. <laughs> K Cookie Dough responds, LMFAO, Wingstop, you gotta chill for real. <laughs> Wingstop says, you brought it up. K says, are we flirting right now? Wingstop says, are we? I emoji. She says, are you close to Texas? Wingstop says, HQ is in Dallas. So yeah. K says, I'm three hours away. Be there soon. Breaded or naked? (laughs) So Wingstop says, breaded's great because of the boneless wings, but bone in sounds like a better option. (laughs) So the latter. K says, God, I need you in me. Wingstop says, all you have to do. Was that at God or was that at Wingstop? No, it was like God, comma. I need you in me at Wingstop. Wingstop says, all you have to do is open your mouth. (sighs) Then K says, 
you're a freak. Anyway, let's move this to DMs. And Wingstop says, DMs are open. <laughs> so oh this is God. from the official Wingstop page. Official Wingstop page is going back and forth with this girl. The, the, the question, I hope somebody figured this out. Did the, the person running said Wingstop account lose their job? That's I'm a good hoping question. they did. I'm hoping they did not. I hope not. Um, <laughs> I I mean, it definitely went viral. Like every one of these has at least like seven thousand likes and retweets and stuff. Yes. I will warn you if you are seeking this exchange, sure, that the account of the non-Wingstop person is not for everyone. It's a twenty-year-old girl. That is expressing herself in ways on her account. So just be aware of that. So also a major corporation is expressing yes. itself yep. on its account. To a 20-year-old. Whatever. She's legal. Whatever you yeah. whatever you again, we say it all the time. Whatever you're into, as long as it's consensual, do your yes. thing. But I just that to me was probably the most extreme. Mm-hmm version of branded content except for was it uh what is it was it bacon bits or some brand that like goes hard after right wingers <laughs> it was like really it was some very random like beef jerky brand or dog treats or someone's gonna know it and i'm it's gonna drive yeah. me crazy but like they barely ever tweet except to take shots at like fascists mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's like, okay, cool. I guess nice. I appreciate that you keep confusing your personal account and your work account. Right. Which I've done. Yeah. Make sure, I'm, Rick, every, this is, I'll hand, here's my piece of advice yeah. to you is at the end of every week, go through mm-hmm. the Bernstein and Rahimi Twitter account. Just double check. And double check the likes. Yeah. And make sure that you were not liking things that you thought were on your own account. I've been Good there. Good call. Just not, nothing bad, but just and, like, oh, that's kind you're of. Not, you're not the only work. one at the station either. Yeah. Or other well, stations. Right. Or yeah, or other stations. That is correct. Now y- you brought up the concept of consent and one thing that you told me before the show, mm-hmm. I thought I'm not sure if this was consensual on your side that you had a salad? Were, uh, was this forced upon you? Did you choose to have said salad? I did choose to have a salad. And I went to uh, Trader Joe's last weekend, which I told you about. And I bought like some stuff just to keep in my fridge for when I got hungry and stuff. So I bought the... This is actually very good. So if you like salad, the Mexicali salad with chili lime chicken from Trader Joe's is excellent. Grilled chicken breast, mixed greens, corn, peppers, fire roasted tomatoes, Papitas and Asiago cheese with jalapeno Caesar dressing. Delicious. Very, very good. I enjoyed it and felt good about myself. Hey, I had this instead of going to McDonald's or Burger King for lunch. Yeah. Maybe I just added four hours to my life. But then it completely backfires because all you had for lunch was a salad. So you spend the rest of your day Mm -hmm. starving, which means you spend the rest of your day looking for snacks, looking for things to munch on and snack on when I could have just had a normal meal for lunch and been sustained until dinner. Instead, I had the salad, which I truly did enjoy, but then had, you know, a bag of chips 
and a yogurt and a bunch of other stuff that I had just laying around. And I went up to a Snackville Junction up there, whatever we call it. Yeah. <laughs> and got some zingers. Because, like, I'm starving. Yeah. You know, so it kind of backfired. So maybe I just need a bigger salad or maybe I just need to stop eating salads or find like go get a sandwich to go with it or something because put it on top of the salad. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I truly enjoyed the salad. It was good. I really did like it, but I spent the rest of the day starving. Yeah. That's what salads do. It was an 11 ounce salad, which is terribly small. I feel like the only salad that's big enough is like the Portillo salads. (laughs) Because those are gigantic. The trough salad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes th- those are good. Uh, the, the Portillo salads are good, but I'm at Portillo's. When am I going to yeah. actually like? Right. Portillo's menu. Hmm. I'll have the salad. Yeah. No. You have to go. This, Hope does this sometimes. Hope goes in there with the goal of getting a salad. And then veers left no, instead she, of veering right. I would say probably one in every four trips to Portillo's, she gets a salad. Okay. But it's not like a healthy salad. It's like got a bunch of stuff in it and bacon and, you know. But it's salad. Yeah, so it is healthy. Uh, by the way, I did not try the Trader Joe's um, pepperoni pizza mac and cheese yet. I will. Okay. But I did get their version of Fritos, mm-hmm. which are called organic corn chip dippers. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it really does. But these are the best Fritos ever. If you're ever at a Trader Joe's, make sure you get these. They're way bigger than a normal Frito, so it's a legitimate like vessel for a dip, mm-hmm. and uh, they're crunchier and sturdier. So you could eat them with like a buffalo dip, a bean dip, whatever. So I definitely recommend Trader Joe's organic corn chip dippers as a Frito alternative. They're fantastic. Interesting. That I have interesting. just. Go to a Trader. There's just not a Trader Joe's that close to me. Isn't there one on Ogden by you? Is there? Yeah, I think so. I don't know so. why. Ogden's like a blind spot for me. Yeah, you said that last week, too. We were talking about um, Las Palmas. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. That It must be. But that's not far from you at all. No. If the, Trader if, Joe's. I think it's Downers Grove. Me. There's one in. Yeah, that's true. There is one in Glen Ellen. I just never think of it. Yeah. So there's so much good stuff there, Rick, and like yeah. their mac and cheese is fantastic. They've got the chili, the chili, the hatch chili mac and cheese, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, those pizza flats that I made, made pizzas at home, they turned out perfect. Uh-huh. They've got a bunch of like good, uh, like orange chicken, that sort of stuff. I, I love Trader Joe's. If uh, the closest one to us is Orland, and um, it's just kind of far for us. But yeah. if we had one near us, I would go. That would be my grocery store. I love that place. I love it. Trader Joe's is great, and it's not terribly expensive. So, recommended. All right. Is it time to ask the fats? It is. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Ask a Fat is always is brought to you by our friend, Charlie the Bacon Guy, or as I call him, Charles T. Baconfellow. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, rosemary pepper, garlic, red wine, and cherry Dr. Pepper bacon. For bacon jams, we have the original, the bourbon, the red wine bacon jam, and cherry Dr. Pepper bacon jam. I've been trying to get those right for a couple of weeks, and I think I finally did it. Don't forget about t-shirts, jerseys, stickers, and your winter hats to keep you warm. 
And as always, don't forget about next month. We have the Honey Barbecue and the Raspberry Chipotle. Get your pre-orders in now. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. How many pounds of Honey Barbecue have you pre-ordered, Rick? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, twice as much as the Raspberry Chipotle, but oh, my God. Like, those are both like, hey, Rick, Honey Barbecue and Raspberry. Yeah. Yes. That's it. I got to get the Cherry Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that sounds the, so. The it, picture that Charlie sent us—he just of keeps that. sending us bacon porn. It is not safe for work. Maybe Charlie runs the uh, Wingstop Twitter account his <laughs> 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 free time. Man, I, that all sounds so good, and I know you want some. So here's how you get it: email Charlie, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. He's on Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy. He's on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. That's how you get in touch with him for all orders. Just slide into those DMs. Or send him an email, charliethebankguy at gmail.com. He's based in Woodridge, so if you are near that area, the Western Burbs, he'll meet you halfway. He can deliver. He'll make it work. If that's not an option for you, it's a $15 flat rate for shipping. So stock up. Get a group together. Place a giant order. Have your friends Venmo you their cut because uh, you'll save on that shipping, and you'll be glad you did. I promise you, if you're trying Charlie for the first time and you're sort of on the fence, you're going to kick yourself we're not ordering more with that shipping fee. So if you're thinking a pound, get two. If you're thinking two, get four. Always stock up. Charlie can handle it, and uh, you'll save on that shipping in the long run. So make sure you hit him up, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, Guy on Twitter, or charliethebaconguy on Instagram. Let's go to the fat phone. 708-858-3314 is the number. Leave us a message. Hey, guys. This is Lard Lad, and I have a question directed to Rick that has been gnawing at my love handle since I was a small fat. Why is it that retailers always put the bigger pants on the bottom shelves? I understand organizing things from smallest to largest, but you could organize them from largest to smallest. I think that they just enjoy watching us fat struggle on our hands and knees, struggling through <laughs> piles of pants on the bottom shelf, trying to find the rare pair of pants that will actually fit us. If you could answer this question for me, I would appreciate it. I've been thinking about this for 30 years or so. And I, I just, I just think that they hate us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Love the podcast. Bye. I a hundred percent feel your pain, and I feel like I have a good grasp on why this is. Okay, I'm interested. Have you ever worked in retail, by the way? I, I have, but not in the clothes department. Okay. So I worked at Target for three years before I started at the Score, but I was on the all non-clothes things essentially. So I think part of it is. Uh, that they don't want people seeing, they don't want people associating whatever style of pant it is with fat. So they put, so they kind of bury them at the bottom so that people see the normal size so that the, what they view as the, the larger majority of people get their sizes at the most convenient height. And also so that a certain pant style doesn't get associated with fat more mm -hmm. because in terms of clothes, fat is i don't know if it's necessarily taboo as much anymore but it's not preferred it's just like with uh like with sneakers how if it's like a specialty sneaker they ever you know make them in wides because it it might not be exactly how they want it to look and uh yeah so i think it's mostly just like let's keep the fat people out of the out of, out of you know eye shot which is generally a rough concept to try and accomplish but like in terms of the clothes here i think that's a a, a big part of the reason why it could be 
I'm, I think we might be projecting this a little bit and I'm trying to, no. I'm trying to think like, what is the real reason that it's that way? I think it just has to do with logistics. Cause if you're, if we're talking about the stack of the stack O pants mm-hmm. at the store, right? Where the fat ones are in the bottom and then they get smaller. Well, this isn't necessarily You're building a stack. pyramid. It's not. No, he's saying like when there's like multiple shelves. Like if let's say there's like four shelves. Oh yeah, okay. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The, so like, then the for them the the yeah. fat ones are always at the bottom. That's true. Maybe they're trying to help us make us do <laughs> just do a little bit of physical activity yeah. during the course of the day. Just make him bend over one time today, and right. it will help. It'll give him three add three minutes to his life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think in the stacking sense. Sure, in the stacking that makes sense, sense. It makes sense. And I think on the rack too, you want you want to go like small to big so people because i sure. know like when i'm shopping if i need my double x i just go to the back and i'll, yeah. and I'll find it yeah and that's probably has the, to do with visually too yeah 100 you know. but this is specifically in the instance where there gotcha. are multiple shelves always on the bottom yeah but i wonder if they're always doing the same like the small to large you figure smaller people are short, are closer to the ground you would think you put the smaller so, and by the way you i think you use the term normal sizes Guess what? We're in America. (laughs) (laughs) Normal sizes are relative terms are close to the floor. I promise you that. Um, Yeah, that's that's interesting. I it is the the pants thing has been a frustration for me before. I I'm thinking of the wall o jeans at Kohl's. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. And they're in Old Navy is the same way where they're all the big sizes are on the bottom. Whatever. Yeah, maybe they just want to see our butts. Could be. Probably not. Hey, Fats, this is Kevin from Indiana. I've always wanted to make this voicemail. So I'm about four beers in one shot deep, and oh. I'm at my <laughs> local pub, and they, they serve me the pizza. And the pizza comes, I start eating the pizza, and I see this grate, and there's so a regular pizza platter, right? Then there's the grate, and then there's the pizza on top of the grate. Okay. And so I'm, I'm looking at this thing, and then I see any, like, residual greases from about, you know, four or five pieces uh, pieces eaten. And uh, I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, oh, wow, this thing makes some sense. So my question is this. How many times have y'all gone out, ordered a pizza, and, <laughs> excuse me, uh, and uh, you, you, you see the pizza served on a grate, and then he residual greases are then drip into the pan below. That's all I want to know. All right, guys. Cheers. Happy weekend. More drunk oh. voicemails, please. <laughs> yes, that was. Like, that was. I don't know if that was uh, Gar Foreman or George McCaskey. <laughs> Gar Foreman with the. Not only on the floor. <laughs> he was getting higher pitched. And then he turned into <laughs> Owen Wilson at one point. Oh, wow. There's a great. Wow. Like, wow. <laughs> Last week, for no good reason, I watched the Star Wars Owen Wilson video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, memories. wow. Stuff we did instead of paying attention. Oh, uh, all the time. <laughs> Anyway, like this podcast, literally. Yeah, there is somewhere with the great. I just don't know where it is. I've seen it before, but I can't place where it is. But it makes mm-hmm. a ton of sense. Yeah, it just does make serving the pizza a little bit of because it gets like it gets stuck on the mm-hmm. the spatula. It gets stuck on the grate. But yeah, do you ever are you? Um, I probably know the answer to this, but if you see a pizza that's really greasy on top, do you yeah. do the paper towel thing ever? 
No. Now, I think the only place I did that like was once. Yeah, Fox's Pizza. There's one in Oakland. There's one in Orland. That's the only place I did it, and I did it every time because okay. it was just like a it sea a of pool. Yeah, it was like yeah. pooling. I think it's because of how much cheese they use, though. Sure. So it's a natural kind of a thing, but um, they just lay it's the problem. It's like a brawny commercial. You just lay the paper towel on a pizza. You wait for the paper towel to become translucent. <laughs> And then you throw it away and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's funny. The great's a good idea, though. Big fan of the great. Makes a ton of sense. By the way, uh, I want to shout out uh, John. Happy 41st birthday. I was asked to do a shout out today. So there it is. Nice. Happy 41st birthday, John. Happy 41st, John. Happy birthday, Chico. All right. Let's get to the Ask a Fat questions. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a Fat is brought to you by Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com. Get their cookies. You owe it to yourself. My God. And at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram, that's F-R-A-T-O-S. Go try our food. The I'm Fat Burger. The I'm Fat Pizza. The I'm Fat Grilled Cheese. It's all good. It's all amazing. Uh, It was a trial item in July. And it became a permanent menu item shortly thereafter because people loved it so much. You will, too. And, man, everything at Fredo's is awesome from their fries to their sides to their giant mozzarella sticks to their Cajun bites. Everything there is great. It's made by culinary students who are passionate about cooking and baking and all those things. So go try Fredo's Culinary Kitchen again. 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, Fredo'sPizza.com. First email of the show, Rick, comes from someone whose name I forgot to put down. I'm sorry. He says, hey, Pats, <laughs> I made a trip into the city last week and hit a few breweries, but the last stop of the night was Pauline G's. Has been on our list to go for quite some time, and it did not disappoint. The U.S. Pizza Cup winner pizza was one of the best we've had in a long time. It's a Detroit style, which is quickly growing on me as a go-to when I can find it. U.S. Pizza Cup winner. Here it is. Sharp White Cheddar. Okay. Mozzarella, mm-hmm. pepperoni cups, mm-hmm. house-made bacon jam, red sauce, ricotta, basil, and Mike's hot honey. And he attached a photo there, Rick. I think you can see it on our yes. uh, little document. He's that showing us wonderful. the leftovers. I love the dollops of ricotta. Mm-hmm. That would be ricotta, not mozzarella, right? Correct. We'll share this photo on YouTube. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you should be able to see it. Uh, that looks fantastic. And he's got yeah. the grate. Look at him with the pizza grate underneath. Right. The show comes full circle. All right. So it, that is that is called Pauline G's. That's really interesting. Man, the, like the rise of Detroit style pizza in the last like, what, six months maybe? Yep. Has been significant. Definitely. Uh, I'm so, trying. I think he might I'm have actually. It. It, it's. I'm sorry. It's Pauly G's. He had a typo on oh. there. Uh, it's in Wicker Park. That's the one you want. Pauly G's, not Pauline G's. P-A-U-L-I-E-G's. He might have been doing voice text on that one. So there you oh, go, but sure. it's awesome. So go check that out. All right. This one is from Matt. Hey, Fats, a couple episodes back, there was a mention of Alexi Ramirez eating a donut with mayo on it, and it triggered a memory of one of the most absurd food combinations I've ever heard of. Years back while working in a meat market, I had bought a dozen donuts for Sunday morning. One of my coworkers, who was probably in his mid-60s at the time, grabbed a glazed donut, and he proceeded to head to the deli slicer to cut himself two pieces of bologna. He ripped the top of the glazed donut off, 
put the two pieces of bologna in the middle, topped it with the other half of the donut. I thought he was making a joke, but he began eating it and told me he used the bologna on the donut because the donut itself was, quote, too sweet. This remains the most absurd food combination I've ever heard of. and was curious if either of you have your own crazy food combination or have ever experienced something as absurd as this in real life. Boy, that is just the concept of too sweet does not translate with me. Right. I've heard people say too rich as well, mm-hmm. like when describing chocolate or whatever. That's not a thing for me. But cutting, it, a, cutting a sweet with a savory is not absurd. Like no. we talk about like Fry the Coop has the donut chicken sandwich. That's pretty normal. Yeah. But bologna? Yeah. Like, especially if you have all those options. Yeah. And you go bologna. Go bologna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what would be a better option. I mean, it yeah. is a very basic salty meat with not a ton of offensive, you know, um, not a lot of garlic in it or anything that's going to really throw things sure. off. I don't know. I, I'm I'm yeah. struggling to think of something that would be comparable to that. No. That's that's, the, that's something. A, yeah. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna it's controversial. Okay. Old people are weird. Hashtag big if true. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Like that's that sounds like a thing that I don't know, like you like I think of my grandparents' generation, things they did. And I say it's weird, and then I'm realizing that th- these things they do are, were because of the depression, right? Like you yeah, just find ways that. to make things work and make yeah. things last longer, or whatever. Um, but yeah, that, some of those food things, like wow, that's really like you really like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Like, I grew up on it because it was cheap and it was available. So right. there you go. So I get it. All right, sorry to call mm-hmm. you weird. I'm stupid. All right, uh, this one comes from Jesse from Bloomington. He says, hey, Fats, long-time Monday morning listener while working out, still obese, don't shame me. I just want to be alive long enough to eat more food and and, uh, have a good time. Okay, fine. Uh, He said, if you had to construct an all-star lineup of fast food items, what are you going with? Pick one entree, two sides, one drink, and one dessert. So for for Jesse, he says his entree is a five-piece Popeye's tenders. Side one is McDonald's fries. Side two is Culver's cheese curds. His drink is a cherry vanilla Coke, and his dessert is a peanut butter parfait from Dairy Queen. Okay. Okay. You want to go first? Or you want me to go? If you've got it set, go for All it. All right. Fast food entree. And this might surprise you, Rick, hmm. but we're talking about drive through places, right? Yeah. Raising Cane's chicken tenders are really good. Wow. Yeah. I know. I'm just a chicken tender guy, man. I, I always have and always will be. That's fine. I just think there's better chicken tenders out there. I, You know, the Popeye's ones, if that's where you're going, to me, they're like pounded too thin. There's something about them that I'm not like totally in love with. The breading mm. is great. There's no yeah. doubt. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick to my guns and go with Raising Cane's chicken tenders. Okay. Side one. I'm going to go Portillo's fries. Yeah. Big fan of Portillo's fries. Sticking with the cheese curds for side number two. Mm-hmm. My drink is a uh, cherry Dr. Pepper. Okay. From wherever you can get it. No, you know what? I changed that. If someone has a Barks Red Cream Soda, 
That is my go-to. And there is a cream soda at Wendy's, by the way. That's pretty close. A red yes. cream soda at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. And then for my dessert, I'm going back to Portillo's for a chocolate cake shake. Okay. Yeah, that's me. That's mine. My entree, I'm stuck between two. Okay. And because uh, because Jesse went with the tenders from Popeye's, well. Ah, do you? No, I'm debating. Because for me, it's either it's either the the tenders from Popeye's or the the double butter burger from from Culver's. Okay, it's one of those two. You can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think I'm gonna go out. I think I'll go with the tenders, man. Okay, and yeah, the the uh, actually the Popeye's nuggets are 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 pretty close too. They're really, they're very light. All right. Um, side one. I'm actually going with. The now maybe this I don't know how this all pairs together, but if we're just going all star team and kind of more in a vacuum, right? Both of my sides are from are from Culver's. Okay, doing fries and curds or pretzel, pretzel bites. bites oh, curds. look at you! Pretzel bites and curd. The pretzel bites are so good. The, ch- the like the cheddar cheese with it is phenomenal. They're always like just a little bit of crisp on the outside, really light on the inside truly truly fantastic my drink is i am going with that cream soda from wendy's all right now my favorite cream soda if we were including like fast casual is that like uh uh stubborn brand like agave oh yeah soda from jersey Jersey mike's yep that counts you can use that but it's not drive-through yeah it's fast food though okay well if i can use that i'll use that that's it we're getting jersey mike's yep and then dessert wise Ooh, this one always wrote this one always changes for me it's just a it's just a matter of one uh so at the moment i'm going with the uh the boot daddy from andy's okay solid i had andy's the other day got my uh little i can't remember what it's called freezer where they pour the pop into the ice cream that's what i, I always so. get i get the cream soda one of those that's fantastic yeah. um that's pretty solid i will say seasonally i would replace the culver's cake mm-hmm. shake with a shamrock shake i love the shamrock shake okay so that's mine. All right. I think we got one more. Yeah, we got one more from Tim. Hey, Jane Rick. So listening to the podcast, to the, my surprise, hearing that Baker Square is still open, I decided to do some research. There are five restaurants in the Chicagoland area opened, but the Orland Park location is open for pie purchases only, not the full restaurant. This is a game changer. The five locations are in Illinois are Foss, at Foster and Harlem. Melrose Park, Orland Park at Famous Dave's, Palatine, and Woodridge. There's also one in Cherville. Cherville might be the closest one to me. It's Cherville or Orland, probably. Mm-hmm. We should do a me and you should do a Baker Square mandate. Okay. I'll get a French dip and some pie. Yeah, man, that was when. <laughs> so when we used to every Sunday used to be going to uh, my grandparents' place, and uh, well, sometimes it'd be Saturday, yeah, either way, Saturday or Sunday, whatever. And um, we would always either go to Colonial Cafe or you go to Baker Square. It was like, okay, what? Okay, old people, where do they want to go? Uh, Baker Square. Yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> Colonial Cafe. Sure. Lots so of we food for to, value. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was where we went, but it was delicious every single time. The thing I miss the most during the pandemic mm-hmm. is diners, eating yeah. breakfast at a diner. And I would count a place like Baker Square or a place like that colonial cafe where i've been um 
dinery food, like family mm-hmm. owned, sit down, waitress, everybody gets water and bread, like yep. the whole thing. That is what I miss the most. And I think we did it once this summer, but we were outside. Um, I'm just, it's weird. Like the things that you take for granted. Yeah. I, I take for granted spending $60 for breakfast. I really yeah. do. <laughs> I'm like, God, man, we, this place in uh Homewood called Grady's, which is great. It's a mm-hmm. wonderful diner. Yeah. But every time we go, like we get breakfast entrees and we leave them like, yeah, that was yeah. like 55 bucks with tip. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. So that's it's not great. No, that's why, like my my eating habits have changed so much with the with the uh, the new shift. But well, it's not even that new anymore. Just like I, I barely eat breakfast and then I have a huge lunch and then I'll almost like do a small or at least what I would consider a small meal or a big snack for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It's the new clock is weird. Mm-hmm. And I because didn't realize because it's, like it's, it's a late lunch. Yeah, too. I didn't realize how now now that I'm like in more of an I work seven to four, but or seven thirty to four, but in a typical mm-hmm. like nine to five style job, um, how much better that is for my meals. Yeah, like I have normal meals three times a day. Yeah, it's got to be nice. It is. I, just like, well, I didn't realize that what I was doing when I was working your shift was weird because mm-hmm. I'd just been doing it since two thousand nine like i've been doing it forever so it was just my life and it didn't feel strange but now that i'm in a more i guess like more traditional routine i'm finding i'm not eating nearly as much but i'm still eating terribly Hmm. so i've got that going for me okay you're not helping the resume the resume as of late well i had a sell but then i went and had zingers (laughs) i offset i offset the salad i promise okay like tenfold okay all right. I should have just gone to Sabaro. Uh, you could have. I've not been to Sabaro in a while. Anyway, let's wrap this up. We're, we're long again. Yeah. Woo. I'm gonna leave that right there. All right. Follow us on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon, T Public. There's always gonna there's gonna be a sale like within seven days of any time <laughs> you ever mention T Public. Yep. So check that out. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the podcast. Subscribe, and you can just like chill just like hit subscribe and, and let it go for youtube we mm-hmm. need to get to a thousand to be able to do special things by special things i mean have a li- have a link that doesn't say um, have a million numbers to it i think we might have that now i oh. need people to try it youtube.com slash i'm fat podcast it won't give me i'm fat pod for some reason so try it see if it works experiment for us and let us know Mm-hmm. youtube.com slash i'm fat podcast and see if that works cool and check out our sponsors charlie the baking guy mazda of orland park fredo's culinary kitchen and i love fries so for jay i'm rick and this is the i'm fat podcast all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today <laughs>